Welcome back to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. This is your favorite host, as always, Caleb, coming at you after an hour and a half long, two weeks in a row, Survivor episode, episode two, season 43. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Great, man. Uh, quick clarification. Uh, last week was a two-hour episode, not 90 minute. So, well, well, uh, it, it doesn't <laughs> really speechless. It, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we more than an hour long episode. But here's the real thing that uh, I learned tonight is that Jeff did not learn from last week. You know, uh, he told uh, during the tri- tribal challenge that the third place team would be losers. Uh, but if you would have listened to Mariah from last week, third place is still winners, according to her. So as long as they do their best, <laughs> that's what my soccer coach always said growing up, you know, <laughs> Alex, just, just try, just try. Hey, I have a whole host of participation trophies, uh, at, at, at the home of Kathy Loomis. And that would be my mother for those that don't aren't aware of her. And this is, I think her first shout out in the podcast. So really? Alex can attest. She is, she is an angel. So she is. Absolutely. Uh, and and still will deny like me ever wanting to go on Survivor. She, I, I, I think if I ever actually get to go, she will just believe that I, I just didn't call her for six weeks. Not, not that I went on Survivor, just that I didn't call her. Uh, refuses to want me to go on. Anyways, Alice, we are here to talk about Instant Reactions, Episode 2, Season 43 of Survivor. Uh, we had a, you know, I think a solid episode tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, I think there were some highlights for me. There were some lowlights in terms of uh, the episode as a whole. Yeah, CBS, I'm talking about the uh, fake out double commercial break at the end of the episode. Ten minutes left to go and vote. I'm thinking, oh man, we are about to get rocks, a revote, something epic. And, and, and it was just a commercial break. I, I, I. I don't know that I've been that disappointed at the end of a Survivor episode in a long time. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was pumped because because last year, in season was it forty two? We got a uh, very early on a tribe with two people that did not have votes, and there was a vote split, and it was this whole hectic thing, and big decisions had to be made, and it had super big consequences for one person in particular because he played it horribly. And I was excited to see that kind of situation play out again. And alas, it did not. Yep. Yep. Which which we will talk about why it did not a little bit later. And I am quite impressed with uh, two tribe members in particular from Vessi. But Alex, General, you know, how'd you feel about this episode? I thought it was a great episode overall. Uh, lots of personal content, uh, which is fun. I, I appreciate seeing personal content throughout the season, especially early on. I don't want to hear it in a final tribal council speech about why you should win, but it's helpful to get it now. Um, I thought the challenge, it's a classic. Uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, and the advantage um, that uh, Cody got. Whew. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. I, I like it much more than the wacky phrases from the past two seasons the updated beware advantage i think is an excellent change um let's go ahead and talk about it right let's talk about that advantage i think that was probably one of the biggest things from the night uh is that cody finds the beware advantage which like an idiot alex what i i don't know what he was thinking 
he saw season 41 and 42, knows that the beware advantage makes you lose a vote. It is right before tribal council that he is going and he still chooses to open that beware advantage. What do you think about his decision there? I, I'm left flabbergasted at his. I am, I am not shocked whatsoever. <laughs> I, hot take, a clever producer knew he was looking for an idol and threw it down on top of a rock, knowing that he would pick it up. Well, it was, <laughs> like, it was actually a stump, but you know. A stump, sorry. It's in broad daylight <laughs> on the middle of the path that he's walking on. Yeah, there's there's no way that wasn't planted right in front of him, knowing that there's a tribal council that night. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not shocked by Cody picking it up at all. I think pretty much anyone would pick it up and open it. You never know. Uh, now, knowing Dwight doesn't have a vote, that is more tricky. I think if he stopped and took a second and counted and realized, okay, right now it's three to two. If I lose a vote, it's two to two and I could go home. Maybe he doesn't pick it up. Uh, my th other thought was, could he pick it up, not open it and like hide it somewhere or like put it in his bag and not open it and like choose to open it later. That feels like kind of gaming the system a little bit, but I'm wondering like, could he like put it down and like cover it in dirt and come back to it the next day? Yeah, I don't know about covering in dirt, but I think like if he would have taken it at, at all away from that area, that spot would have been equal to taking the advantage. Um, so yeah, my, here's my question for you. So last season, the situation that happened uh, on the Green Tribe that resulted in a epic tribal council very early on in the season was because Chanel, I believe. Uh, spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Uh lost her made a decision that where she could lose her vote knowing that she was going to tribal council obviously this works out for cody he's able to get all the beads but let's just say it doesn't work out right let's say he he loses his vote are they like what what's the worst decision to risk your vote maybe 50 50 you might get an advantage or you might risk your vote or to open an advantage that you pretty sure are going to lose your vote that's a good point. I think in <laughs> in essence, you know, Cody's is worse, but because of the outcome of tonight's episode, uh, you know, I think it, it worked out for him. You know, yeah. he is now in a solid three and the other two on the, on that side of the tribe are not aligned. Um, so I, I think he's in a solid spot. He broke up the biggest pair um, and he played it well. Uh, he's, he's the villain of the season uh, from what it seems like. Yeah, he might be. Well, I, I will say, I want to point out too, that, uh, Justine threw a vote at Cody, uh, which makes me think they somebody, one of them, prepped for in case not getting it. Like he didn't get it. And I'm I'm intrigued at like who got Justine to vote differently. They they talked about it. Um, Jesse Dwight and Justine talked about it and they said um they want to split the votes between Cody and NECA. Uh, in case oh. one of them have uh, an idol. So well, I think, I I think Jesse that. said he was going to vote for NECA as well. And then it would have been a two, two, one in case one of them had an idol or played a shot in the dark or something like that. Well, there you go. Uh, next yeah. level gamemanship either way. Uh, yeah. And this beware advantage, I think is great. Much better than the silly little phrases in particular, because it doesn't expose everything to 
everyone at, like on the tribe. Uh, I am interested to see if uh, the, the other beware advantages will be the same. Uh, will it be like getting the beads off the off the bag? Uh, shout out to Jesse. Maybe the move of the night for me was to recommend using Cody's hat as the like rationale for getting the beads. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. that was a, a genius move on him to like to make it seem plausible for him asking for beats. Uh, I did think NECA kind of like played it a little too hard with the like, hey, yeah, you should give her the beats. Yeah, you should give her the beats. Like I would start to think that maybe something is up. Uh, but, you know, anytime you get social pressure involved, it's a uh, it's a win-win for you. But Alex, if you were in my boy Dwight's shoes, Survivor super fan, would you give up your beads? I so that's what I texted you during the episode. I was like, <laughs> hell no. Like that that is my one survivor souvenir. And and if so, what I was anticipating was they were going to flip the votes on Noel for not giving the beads. And I was going to be so mad because that's a terrible reason to vote somebody out. And like I I really think I like why would I give my like cool, unique survivor souvenir? To this lunatic who's making a hat out of palm fronds, like, what? Why would I do that? I I don't understand. So, um, I, I probably would have because I give in to social pressure easily, but I wouldn't want to, and that's the point. <laughs> that's fair. Um, now the real question for me going forward is: Will Cody's palm frond visor be as iconic of a hat as uh, you know, other great hats in Survivor history? Jerry's black cowboy hat. Yep. Uh, uh jonathan uh pinners you know fedora yep Jeff had a cowboy hat at one point uh russell hans's hat that r.i.p got burned in the fire uh yep. you know you boston never know rob. boston rob the bon- yeah we'll, we'll see who, who knows the story of what the story of this hat will be maybe one day it'll end up on ghost island and become an immunity mm-hmm. idol uh one day but we'll, we'll see well you, know, you never know but alex it will, it will- it will mature from a visor to a hat. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so I think we both can agree. Fun, new twist. Like Also, like shout out No Escapade Island tonight or yep. The Journey or whatever. You know, Jeff calls it. I'm going to call it Escapade Island uh, because I like that term better. Three seasons uh, what was that? Three seasons running. Three seasons running. So I, I was listening to the know-it-alls um, recap of the first episode the other day and they were asking the fans what it should be called because it was like shipwreck island to mm. them and then they were trying to come up with new names um and it's like they should just listen to us they know? should listen to us uh they know it all but we know it all better uh but not really <laughs> so know uh it all betters <laughs> they know it all the better know it alls uh so um escapade island none of that i actually really appreciated that we did not go uh and have one of those things right back to back um i hope i actually kind of hope we go and do it again at some point i hope it's a different challenge or a different like decision or choice they, they change it up like i don't hate the premise of going off and and having people from different tribes interact with one another i think that's actually good elements of survivor and creates new layers but when you do it every single week and it's the exact same thing every time then people just know like what's happening and it gives no wiggle room for people anyways we'll see if it's back next week i'm glad it wasn't here this week but alex 
you mentioned earlier that we got some personal content. We love seeing stories of people we had, to my count, maybe more, I could have missed one, uh, four personal stories that were shared. Uh, and I think it's a testament to the episode, the fact that I can't remember if there was more or less than, than four, right? So like, that's just how much we got to see of it. It was a good Survivor episode, love seeing the content and learning a little bit more in particular about Geo. I felt like he got, didn't get much airtime, like Dwight, Cody, Ellie, all like we saw last week, did not see a ton of Geo. And, and I guess we saw a little bit of him, but, but hearing more of his story, I think was great. Uh, any, any characters, by, by characters, I mean the, the players, stand out to you tonight? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Geo, I mean, I think he probably had the longest story um, and maybe most emotional story um, of the night. So uh, him talking was um, great to learn more about him. Uh, I also thought Ellie had a really interesting story uh, to talk about and share about her educational background and um, this idea of imposter syndrome and really not feeling um, confident in herself. I think that was a fun, we often don't get that of like post challenge of the winning tribe and their own reflections on themselves Mm -hmm. uh, after that win. So it was kind of fun to see the Baca tribe after they've won. Um, and I know it was setting up this idea of an idol that's in play and things like that and reminding us that Dwight doesn't have a vote. I thought that editing was really nice of like, Gabler has his idol. Okay, he can use it for the next two. Immediately going back in the very first scene is Dwight saying, I don't have a vote. Uh, I thought that was a nice thing. Um, so overall, I think all the stories were great, but yeah, Gio and Ellie stood out to me. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, my my... Winner pick, Ellie, looking strong. Uh, maybe not based off of the uh, next time on Survivor, but we'll see. But speaking of uh, Ellie and the Baca tribe in particular, controversial topic. Ooh, I was going to ask you this. Alex. I already know what you're, I already know it. The answer is yes. It, should you look in someone else's back? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely not. It, you know, it, it is. What? Gift. Listen, listen, there are some lines that you don't cross. Going through someone's bag. Right. It, it, it's it. Would you be OK, Alex, if I broke into your home and just started that's, rummaging around through, through that's everything? Not the same thing at all. It, it is the same thing. It, it Listen, we are a society. They are creating a society on that island. And, and what you're telling me uh, is that anything goes. So you no, tell me that's, that's not what I'm saying at all. Can I can I kick a person? Can I just kick a person like in yeah. the face just because? <laughs> You're right. You're right. And, and but it would be wrong. What would Brandon Hans do? <laughs> if that is your litmus test, that's for your moral what compass. To yeah. do or not to do, <laughs> we have a different conversation. Uh... <laughs> just kidding, Brandon. Uh, no, if it's you know, that, you know. It's not that there are no rules. I just think bags are free game. I, I think that's part of the strategy. Like. You know, it, people hide idols out in the jungle. So, you know, we say no people are going to look through bags. You may hide idols. You know, we see um, uh, in season 25, um, someone is hiding an idol in their pants, in their bag. And someone else unrolls their pants and finds the idol. Like, it's just, you need to be aware enough to know people are going to look through your stuff. And if Gabler... He clearly didn't care last episode that everyone knew he had an idol. And so, like, it's free game. Like, yeah, they want to know. Cool. Like, let's make it happen. So I'm 100% on board with uh, Janine and Ellie and Owen right now. 
look through his bag, get that confirmation. Don't guess. Um, I support it a thousand percent. Well, so here's a question, Alex. Then, so let's say you're on Survivor, and you find out that someone looked through your bag. Oh yeah. Are are you are you? Sorry, no. Let me put that. You look the victim. You look through someone else's bag. You in okay. particular. Are yeah. they justified in voting you off? They wouldn't find out. No, no, no. That's not my question. Are are but, would but you? But they be, wouldn't find out. Uh, but they but they did. What what? Give me more context here. Like, what's my what's my motivation, Caleb? <laughs> Set the scene. <laughs> the exact. Really, scene. What's my why? You know. <laughs> Oh, goodness, Alex, you um, crack me up sometimes by how wrong you are. I actually, in reality, I do actually agree with you, Mike, or not Mike, but yeah, Mike, uh, Gabler, you, you should have not had that in your bag. Um, you should, the, the, the plan is to go hide it. I know that like people keep it in their bags because like either A, like you forget where you buried it or B, you want to have it on hand in case something like weird happens and, and you run out of time to go get it. You know, I totally get that. but got to be a little bit wiser than that gabler um but yeah I, I i'm one that you don't go in people's bags uh however i loved owen because based on the next time on survivor it looks like owen's like hey gabler they went through your bag he was totally I thought there. Sammy said that i thought sammy was oh sammy, said that. sammy that said that but yeah. i believe gabler's talking to owen about it yes. and yeah <laughs> owen can play that it looks like he's playing it as like oh how terrible is that exactly. he's like right there <laughs> <laughs> but hey I, and that's the best spot like owen and ellie were in the best spot because it's like oh i didn't go through your bag janine did <laughs> yeah well I, I i'm afraid it might be pinned on ellie regardless so um <laughs> controversial topics here uh but sp- staying on the baka tribe for a little bit longer are ellie and and janine getting too comfortable uh in in their current positions it was setting it up that way it it really was, and I'm I'm curious what they're gonna do with that. I, you know, it's I still see a very clear path of Ellie, Janine, and Owen working together, or Sammy working together. And I think that whole motivation of them trying to understand is Gabler's idol and play or not, because I think they really wanted to vote Gabler out if they have mm-hmm. to go to the, the tribal council. That that's what it felt like to me. Of like, they're frustrated. They said, "Oh, this is the worst case scenario." I think Janine said that worst case scenario that he still has an idol next tribal mm. and will he play it but he probably will i i think they want to vote him out and, and the the younger quote-unquote younger four work together um so are they too confident maybe um i i don't sammy owen and gabler seem like they are on opposite ends of some spectrum that I can't define <laughs> just yet. So I think it's going to take a miracle. I think I think Cassidy would have to be on the tribe for them to work together. You know, everything would have to align perfectly. So I I am not sure if those three guys are going to uh, get it together. I hope they do. Um, but if I'm in one of their shoes, I, I just, I don't know if I have a lot of confidence in that. So I think we'll see what happens. Um, if Ellie and Janine can play it cool, I think they're in a good spot, but if they start to get more worked up and start going through more people's bags or, you know, if this whole thing with Gabler blows up, uh, they could be in a really, really bad spot without any protection. Yeah, I, I am a little worried about this. I, I, I think that they are getting a little bit too confident. Um, what's interesting to me is the 
two conversations that happened. One, it, like the fact that Gabler seemed to be a target when it seems like the tribal council before Ellie was all about, I'm going to use Gabler as my like pawn and to throw that. I, I, it feels like you're probably in good standing still with him and like, don't throw that away. Um, I'm also intrigued that like Sammy was in the conversation of, do we want to go with Sammy or Owen when it seemed like Ellie like was fighting for Owen last uh, week. And so that's just interesting how those dynamics are playing out. And maybe that is just some editing of uh, they don't want us to see how close Ellie, Owen and Janine are to create Mm -hmm. some of that mystery or not, but yeah. Yeah. There's some missing links there because everything's shifted. And I think Gabler, um, not being physically at his best right now is probably contributing to some of those dynamics as well. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough spot where you've got someone who is physically drained, isn't really um, carrying their weight in a challenge, but also they have an idol and there's only one more time they can use it. And so like, you can't really vote out that person. So it really puts the other four in a tough spot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I've noticed something, Alex, and maybe, maybe one of the, you know, I think it happens at least once in a season, but one of the things I've noticed so far that I think is, is fun for, for us are the uh, team Caleb and Alex team ups that are mm. happening right on the Baca tribe. We have Ellie and Owen that seem to be somewhat working together as a pair. Uh, and then on Yessie, we have the uh, island marriage of, of Jesse and Dwight, which may be on shaky grounds, right? Uh, right. Uh, maybe the courtship needed to happen a little bit longer, Jesse. Yep. But uh, what do you think about the team up of Jesse and Dwight in particular? Ooh, I, I think it's dead on arrival. I, I don't think it's going to happen anymore. Um, and, and I think that's the right move for Jesse. I think there's more power with Cody and NECA um, and Jesse as a group of three rather than him going with Justine, Noel, and Dwight. Um, I think that's a no-brainer if I'm Jesse. Uh, so... And we kind of saw that look from Dwight of betrayal, you know, from Jesse, of you know, you just voted her out. Why did you do that? So I'm curious to see what that post-tribal dynamic is going to look like at the top of the episode next week. But yeah, I don't see this uh, this bromance, this marriage lasting uh, beyond night five or whatever night it was tonight. Yeah, and hopefully Dwight doesn't come too hard for Jesse. If he doesn't trust Jesse, what he needs to still do is play nice with Jesse of, hey, yeah, so because you you do not have the numbers. Uh, it is those three and then Absolutely. you and Noel. So you stick close to Jesse. You guys are still uh, very uh, nice. You're, you're, you're collegial with one another. Uh, there's an AP word for you. Um, Define it. Collegial, uh, you know, ha- being collegial. It's obviously, you're right. You know, you, right, you do that. Right. Building relationships, being friendly. Come on, Alex. Uh, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, So I'm hopeful for Dwight because he's on Team Caleb that he can low play it, but he does seem a little young. Uh, Based on the next time on Survivor, he might push a little bit too hard to try to get out Jesse, which I think is the worst decision that you can make right now because Jesse seems very well connected. Yes, he is so insulated right now. Um, Yes. Yeah, I it, I see those three grabbing Noel and being like, "Hey, let's let's us four make this happen." Yeah, that's what I see happening. Absolutely. Uh, which I, I'll see about Noel. I think this classic trope of like 
I texted you this during the episode, right? Uh, obviously, the athlete is the keep the, you know, beaten the keep the tribe strong drum. Uh, yeah. And hopefully, maybe she, I mean, she like, she basically called out uh, NECA during tribal council and was like, we got to keep the tribe strong. And it's like, okay, well, it's obviously there's a weak link. Yes. So I don't know that Noel is going to be long for this tribe, uh, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. My, my last question for you, Alex, before we jump into a little bit of tribal and the ultimate decision to vote out uh, Justine, what does Survivor have against Blue Tribes? That, okay, be, because this is a great point. 41, we, we did 43. Not hear from James, <laughs> from Lindsay, or from Cassidy this entire episode. I know. Where and are very they? little uh, from Carla. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, that immediately tells me they're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> and all six of them, maybe not Geo, but all six of them are going to go to the merge. That's right. what that tells me. <laughs> but okay, yeah. so here's here's the other thing I've noticed. You know, you in particular, you talk a lot about the edit and what it's showing. We acknowledged last week that the, the editors seem to kind of be messing with us a little bit this season. It is interesting to me, though, that uh, both Mariah last uh, episode and Justine this episode, we really don't hear a lot from them and we haven't gotten personal stories from them. Uh, and on the know-it-alls uh, with Rob and, and Fishback, uh, they acknowledged and said, like, it felt kind of like like we got enough of the sense of who they were without needing to be attached to them. Mm. And, and they're like, a lot of times, you know, we see this long backstory with a person who gets voted out and they're narrating the whole episode and then they go home. Really, it seems like they're doing something different now, um, you know, with Mariah in particular. It's like, hey, we see who she is. We see, we see what she's all about, but we're not attached to her. Um, and I thought that was an insightful point that I want to share on our podcast, too. And uh, it's something I noticed even tonight as you know, this long build up to tribal council, I kind of texted you early on. I was like, I could see it getting thrown on Justine because she's really one of the only ones we haven't really heard from on this tribe. So, yeah. uh, and that ended up happening. So what you're telling me is that team Caleb was looking strong with all the personal content from Ellie. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wish we would have seen more of the blue tribe. I, I just can't help think of your, complete like disgruntledness of not knowing who heather from season 41 is and now we have Lindsay, uh who we don't know much about so we got a little bit from last week but not much this week and i just want to find out more about Lindsay. i don't i don't and and cassidy and cassidy all all the cassidy's from austin right you know your neck of the woods exactly my neck of the woods your neck of the woods neca neca there Got him. Touche. Touche. All right, Alex. The last question of the night is Was this the right decision for uh, Yessie? Did they uh, figure this like, was this the right call? The, the vote out of, oh. of Justine. So, this is a classic social versus physical. Um, yeah. I, I think Cody, Neca, and Jesse are solid mm-hmm. like they they are in in a great spot right now they can lose two more challenges and be at the merge so i i for them i think long term it can be i think if we're looking at the health of the tribe and winning i'm gonna say no because it was it was very clear neck was not performing well in that challenge um 
it's a tough challenge. Like I, and I'm sitting there, like they haven't eaten in five days. They had a massive thunderstorm the night before they're wet, they're tired, they're sore. They're probably sick. Like that's a tough challenge to do, but it was very clear that she was not pulling weight both in the physical and in the puzzle part of that challenge. So that could be a tough thing to, to personally or not to personally, just to keep that person. So I, I am up in the air. I think for Cody and Jesse uh, and Nick, obviously um, it was a good move, but I think the overall Jesse tribe is going to suffer with that move. I think Justine, she was a very physical competitor. Uh, She seemed to have a lot of game and it felt kind of like the classic Parvati X.0, like, oh, there's the smart, um, witty, physical, beautiful young woman. Oh, we got to get her out. She's too much of a threat. She scares me. Like, we can name off 10 different people that fit that archetype who've got voted out second or third on a season. Yeah. And so it, it felt very much just kind of like that stereotype. Um, so, I don't know. She didn't help herself with isolating herself with noel as a pair but i don't know yeah absolutely and well i i will say if you are cody jesse and uh neca like maybe you don't care if you lose uh tribal because it is you have two other people that need to be voted out and you know where the idol is at this point right so it's it's in your possession so if you really trust one another then i i think actually for their games this is the right decision um We'll, we'll see how long-term this actually brings up another thought to me, right? We saw in season 41 and 42, there were no tribe swaps. Alex, what are the chances we do see a tribe swap return mm. uh, in the I which I do think is a possibility. See, I don't think it's a possibility. I, I okay. think they're going to stick it like they have. Um, I would love to see one. I, yeah. this is a hot take. I like tribe swaps. And, and I, from a game perspective and a viewer perspective, it's hard, like Game Changers, Cambodia, seeing multiple, multiple, like two vote outs, tribe swap, two vote outs, tribe swap, one vote out, tribe swap. Like that's very tough to figure out who's on what tribe, but I do think it, it's compelling to watch. Uh, and you see the dynamics shake up quite a bit. So I would love to see a tribe swap uh, this season with this cast. I think it's a strong cast. I think it's a dynamic cast. And I think they there would be fireworks if there was a tribe swap. And I think it could be really fun to watch. Yeah. You know, I've always said that the, like, I love the three season starting tribe format because it provides intrigue and, and different groups of relationships. But I think like what we saw that would have been potentially even more helpful last uh, season, the last two seasons would have been that swap from three to two uh, yeah. and cre- creating those relationships. And so I'm I'm I I maybe agree with you that it's probably not going to happen. But if they are trying to keep it fresh for uh survive like survivors, throwing in a, a a tribe swap would I think maybe subvert their expectations uh yeah. of of from season forty one and forty two. We'll see. I, I'd love to see a three to two tribe swap. Um, maybe after like on episode four, right? So not yep. this episode, but the next one. Uh, and that can lend to, you know, that'd be a 15 people. So is that one person going to exile Island? Is that, you know, one person picking the tribes and then going to exile? Like, you know, we saw in Fiji or something like that. So um, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think from a viewer 
slash fan standpoint, it would help 43 stand out from 41 and 42 in the long-term like history of Survivor. Yeah. Because again, I think I mentioned last week, it feels kind of like 41, 42, 43 could all be one continuous season at this point. Similar tribe colors, like similar challenges, similar advantages. I think breaking it up a little bit to do a tribe swap could help distinguish it a little bit from the other two. Absolutely. Well, Alex, I I think we've covered a lot of the episode. Um, As always, we, we end our episodes talking about the outwit, outplay, and outlast players or moments of the week. And so these are either a player in particular, a move that was made, or just a moment in the, in the episode that defined those three core tenets of Survivor. Outwit being the social strategy, outplay being the physical strategy, and outlast being who helped their game the most this episode. So who is your outwit player or moment of the week? Ooh, all right. Outwit. I'm going to go with NECA for Outwit. NECA. Okay. Um, I think with that pretty poor overall performance, mm. you know, wasn't helping carry it, left the main puzzle piece in the bag, which we actually see Jeff say something to Owen and Ellie and, and Janine about that. So we know it's important. Her and Dwight both leave it in there. She's the main target. Really, without her social bonds with Cody and Jesse, she is absolutely going home. Um, no question about it. Um, so it for her, that shows the social dynamic that she's been able to put in place for the first five days in order to keep herself safe. And if you are one of the main people that causes your tribe to lose a challenge and you are still safe and you only hit one out of five votes, that's pretty impressive. So um, that she's she's my outwit player just for that. I mean, to to stay safe despite yeah. that challenge performance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a great point um, in in regards to like her social bonds is what kept her in the game. Uh, and and kind of said earlier, like if you are Cody, uh, Neca, and um, Jesse, then that decision to vote out uh, Justine is whatever. Like even if you lose the yep. next two tribals, you, you have two other people that you can vote out. Uh, yep. I would love to give uh, Ellie my award this week, uh, but I'm a little concerned about some of her comfort comfort that she is currently experiencing in the game. So my outwit is actually going to go to Cody. Uh, nice. I I we are, we keep seeing this like sinister side of him that. It doesn't seem like Jesse Neca are picking up for it, right? You hear Jesse talking about uh, Cody to Dwight to try to convince him, like these are the people that we need to work with, and he's just like has nothing but good things to say about him. And so we haven't seen maybe this kind of like uh, chaotic uh, good uh, or chaotic evil in Survivor in a while. Uh, yeah. it, if you're a fan of Australian Survivor, it reminds me a lot of a Mr. Luke Toki. Yeah. Uh, and I, you, you know how much I love Luke on, on the seasons of, uh, Australian survivor. So wow. keep it up, maybe keep it up, Cody. I, now you made, uh, an, on the cast assessment, you thought Cody might be like David and, and Jesse might be like Luke from Australian survivor. What if it is, uh, Cody as Luke and Jesse as Jericho. Yeah. But I could totally that see that. Yeah. You know, both kind of chaotic good slash neutral 
Um, but Jesse being a little bit more sly uh, yeah. with that, the cookie monster. Absolutely. Well, yeah, if, if, <laughs> if Jesse comes out of the woods with a jar of cookies, I, I, I might lose it. Uh, <laughs> I will say real quick, you, you mentioned Ellie. I, I forgot to say this earlier. The line about um, it feels like Sammy and Owen are my children. Um, <laughs> it, it made me feel weird. I, I wasn't a fan of that line, man. I was like, this, this feels I don't know how this feels, but I don't like it. This doesn't seem. I uh, love nice. it. And then, the, and then the cut to like, hey, Owen, why don't you just take a break, right? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I so I just had to say that. It yeah. Made me think of it. Um, outplay for me. I. It's going to be um, it, the 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 whole visor move uh, with with the beads. I yeah. mean, that that whole scene, all three of them, uh, Neka, Jesse, and Cody coming up with that together. I think when I read, when he, Cody read that clue, I thought, holy crap, that there's no way he can do that. Like yep. that is so obvious and you, you need the buy-in of everyone. How do you come up with a reason to take these beads off of their bag? So to come up with that, and I mean, it was a three-prong uh, social um peer pressure moment of you have to do this come on you have to do this uh, and they each play their part so um I, I thought that was just a great way to play an advantage and one uh we haven't seen in a while it it is a um a more novice version of convincing eric to give an idol away you know oh with, okay hold, hold on hold yeah, on it, it, no. it's a more novice version no no, 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 no no it doesn't even compare all three of them ganging up to making them feel bad socially to get an advantage that is in the same camp no. now it does not compare now i said that no. but it reminds me that idea reminds me of it no it, listen uh if 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 sure that would be in the same camp if that person was losing safety but that person was not losing safety uh so they could have they could have been sent home they potentially uh anyways <laughs> wow blasphemous statements on the podcast tonight from a hot take from alex uh I, I did fail to mention this in my opening description but outplay also does deal with both the physical and the advantages uh and my outplay goes to the man that came up with the hat decision or the idea and that is jesse for, for two instances, one, the hat piece that Alex so well described, but two uh, is his use of Dwight's lack of vote. Now, now mm. maybe like it, it doesn't work out because it didn't quite convince Dwight, but that there's a moment when he's walking along with Dwight and Dwight says, well, it's not up to me. I, I don't have a vote. And Jesse's like move of, no, no, you do. Like, I, you're with me. Like my vote is your vote. Now it, it it could backfire on him, but I just love that move of like, hey, I'm affirming that you do have power in this game. Uh, that, because that's on the highlight reel of his winners edit on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, it's so good. It, it I really appreciated the move, mainly because like again, it's it, it's risky because now like if he really couldn't convince Dwight that the best move for the overall tribe is to keep NECA, then you know, now Dwight feels even more betrayed because he built up so much trust with Jesse. But we'll, we'll see if it comes back to bite him. Uh, but just that moment of, hey, this is how I continue to build relationships with people and make them feel like 
this is our move together not yeah you're not on your own you're not powerless because powerless people in this game alex can do some wild and crazy things uh and so make Everyone people feel comfortable except, uh, for dwight. except for dwight uh and and for a moment uh cody well uh alex a- any last words uh for the listeners so yeah we have we have outlast oh yeah that's right how did i forget you know, it's, I have just enjoyed talking so much to you tonight Really? Uh, that, uh, no, not really. I, 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 I wanted, oh, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to get away faster. No, you're right. We do have Outlast. I can't believe I forgot that. Alex, who is your Outlast player or moment of the episode? Yeah. So, uh, you know, my thought process is we really didn't get a lot from the uh, strategy from the Blue Tribe. We don't know what their dynamic is. We know it's kind of this women's alliance kind of geo and ryan kind of james like we don't really know um red tribe we've talked about them a lot so they're done uh so baka and i'm i'm thinking it's not gabler it's not sammy it's not ellie it's not janine it's gotta be our boy owen uh i think he he is building up uh more rapport in the tribe i i like this idea of we see him with ellie and janine um looking through the bag he's kind of the lookout he can, he can distance himself from that if it's more convenient for him, but he can also be part of that. And, and so he's in it, but he's not doing it. I like that a lot. He's also the one in with Sammy and Gabler to say, hey, you know, maybe we need to combat those two. Maybe they're too comfortable. Maybe us three stick together. But he's not the first one saying it. He's not the most outspoken one saying it. So he's involved in both of these sides, but yet he's not having to control it at this point. He's being included from everyone, uh, especially after being a potential target just a, a day or two before. So that's a good bounce back. I like that. Um, his his whole uh, like monologue coming back uh, with the water uh, was just absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I love it. Um, that that's going to be one of my favorite moments of the episode for sure. So uh, I just yeah, it's Owen. <laughs> absolutely and we haven't uh, talked about him yet so we have and, to. and we haven't talked about it uh I, I think i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with yesi for for my outlast and i'm somewhat stealing your outwit uh i think it's neca uh in terms of the relate like you could look at this move as like oh well she's only safe because cody and uh jesse decided that they want but she had to have built that relationship with her or with them and they trust her enough as a threesome to, as I said earlier, right? Know that they are going to be physically at a disadvantage going forward, but they don't care because NECA's relationship with them is more important than, than that. And so, so I have a feeling that how well she does in the game, we'll, we'll see. But, but what NECA has done in the first four days, three days, whatever day count it is for them, uh, I think is impressive for her long-term outlook because um, that's hard. To, it's it the we saw it last week with Mariah. It's easy to vote for that first vote out to be keep the tribe strong, um, yep. and that went directly against that line of thinking this week. Yep, Kill, that kind of sounds like your outlast is actually more outwit. No, no, my outlast. Do you understand these categories? I do understand these categories. Uh, outlast is simply who helped themselves the most this week, and that was Neca. Okay. Okay, so, great. Uh, well, for real this time, that's all we got for you tonight. 
follow us on Instagram at Speaking Llama. Uh, we now have a TikTok that is your jam uh, at Speaking Llama. I uh, got some reels coming at you. I, I don't know what the kids use do on TikTok these days. I, I am not involved on TikTok, but Speaking Llama is. And so uh, we'll let you it. guess who is. We'll let you guess who's running that account. Uh, but also find us on Apple Spunk. Apple Podcast and Spotify, wherever you find your podcast of choice, uh, like, subscribe, leave us a comment. Uh, feel free to reach out, comment, give us your thoughts on the episode. Uh, and uh, until next time, we'll speak llama to you later. <laughs>